Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is Spencer Powell. And in today's conversation for episode 154, I bring on a Builder Funnel team member, Andy Parody, and we're going to talk about branding. And uh, as you guys probably know, I'm very much a the science part of marketing. I like the numbers, I like the data, but the art is just as important and the brand side. And so we dig into some important questions like, how are you doing for brand? How do you analyze your brand? And then how do you actually make improvements? And so Andy has some great feedback on some of those types of questions, which we'll dive into. And if you guys aren't a member of Builder Funnel Academy, I highly recommend you go check that out over at builderfunnelacademy.com. We do live Q&A calls every month where you can ask your marketing questions. We get those answered. And then we basically walk you through step-by-step our entire marketing funnel and process that we've been using for the last 11 plus years. And you can just head on over to builderfunnelacademy.com and start a 14-day free trial. And there's also a masterclass in there on user experience and user kind of design elements. And Andy mentions that later in the episode, but you can actually watch that entire masterclass for free if you jump in there and start your trial. All right. That being said, let's dive into today's conversation. Hey, Andy, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited because, well, first of all, we don't always have somebody from the Builder Funnel team on the podcast, but it's a little bit change of pace, but we're going to dive into something that I think maybe doesn't always get enough attention, and that is brand. But as we as we dive into this, I guess I give everyone a little context. Like, what's your background? Have you always loved design? Yeah, I've always been drawn to design. Just started, I loved layouts and magazines. Then I got into following graphic design online, transformed now into this new age to an interest in UX, UI and website designs. I didn't love it enough to study it back in the day. I went to school for journalism and entrepreneurship, but uh, what really got me into design professionally was my life pre-builder funnel. I was working for a large civil construction and engineering firm. I was in a marketing department for a company who owned six different companies. So there was a lot of different brands to keep in line, but I learned a lot. I got super lucky. My boss quickly became my friend and mentor. She was super experienced, held a master's in design and was really great about giving me a bunch of resources, let me borrow some textbooks, sent me to the right places on YouTube. And I definitely owe all of my skills to her. So that's what got me into it. And I've been just enjoying myself here at Builder Funnel, being able to bring my skills in as a designer to help in inbound marketing efforts and to help our clients create some good strategies. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, and six brands is a lot. I feel like managing one brand is a lot. So it was. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you had your hands full, but you probably got to see really like what goes into branding because you had to pay attention to, to all six, I'm sure. 
it was great practice for working with a lot of different clients because the clients that we work with here at Builder Funnel, they each have their own specific tone and the way they like to market themselves. So it, it's just been really great to incorporate those skills here. Yeah, yeah. And I always talk about marketing as kind of like part art, part science. And I, I love the science part because you can track everything and I'm a numbers person and and I have zero creativity. So that probably has something to do with it. But more on the art side, like in thinking about branding, you know, what are some of those like core components? Like as somebody's thinking about their own brand and like, what the heck is branding? Definitely number one on the list is knowing your audience and specifically the way they research and gathering information, knowing whether your target audience is online or offline, which social media platforms they're on. Would you have better luck putting money behind print and ad campaigns or social media ads? Because everyone takes in information differently and knowing where to research your target audience is key in that process. And I would say following that is to create your logo, but also your brand and be sure that that's cohesive and unchanging for the most part, creating brand identity so people can recognize you when they're out in the world and keep you as top of mind, remaining consistent across your website, your social media platforms, your emails, and on and offline advertisement is also key. It ensures that people are able to spot you from the crowd, like how you can spot a bottle of Coca-Cola from a cooler full of products at the gas station. And I think what helps with that is another important topic of branding is having a well-designed website. And it can be such a battled opinion that I've really been excited to be able to share with our clients and to get them excited in return when they see just how much a well-designed website can really affect lead conversion. Everyone has a website these days. It's, it's really nothing special to have a website, but what makes you stand out is how easy your site is to use, how relevant the information on your site is to your specific target audience, and how quickly they can find what they're looking for and to fill out a form to get the process started. If it takes a user too long to navigate your site, or if it's hard to read or not aesthetically pleasing on the eyes, you can see really high exit rates and they'll just head back to the Google results page and click on a site that will be easier for them to navigate. So essentially having an underdeveloped website is practically handing money over to your competition. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So you said a couple of things there I want to dive into. One was you said like creating your logo and creating your brand. I feel like a lot of people associate the logo as the brand. So how do you differentiate between the two? Like what's the logo? What's the brand, I guess? Yeah, the logo would just be... It's just that. And you can't rely on your logo to carry your brand because your logo is just an image or a piece of text that you can splatter across everything, but people aren't really going to get to know you unless you put the time and the effort into putting that in places strategically that people... It's going to leave an impression with people. Putting it on a flyer or putting it on your website and developing your brand around... Not even around your logo, just using your logo to let people know who you are so they can have brand recognition. But there's definitely more that goes into building a great brand than just having a logo. 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, and I, I, you use the example of Coke, which I think we often do because they are a great example of creating a strong brand. A lot of their commercials are, I mean, the drink is there, but it's around like happiness. And, you know, and so is that kind of part of the brand, whereas the logo is literally just the symbol and how, like what you tie to the emotions or? Yeah, absolutely. Building your brand is making people feel a certain type of way. So making your brand stick out. And when people go to your website, especially for our clients in the building and remodeling industry, you want people to see your work and to see your projects and the types of homes that you're remodeling or building and say, I can see my family living there. I can see myself raising children there and cooking in that kitchen or you know, living in that well-designed backyard and enjoying barbecues on the back patio. So you want to establish and make people feel a certain way, exactly as you said. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. And it's funny, you know, as you were talking about this, you know, a lot of times we focus on like having really good photography and we want our clients to have really good photography. But honestly, we need more good photography with people probably because, you know, you mentioned all these like memories that you're creating within the home and those are what kind of like tie you to that emotion. So shifting gears a little bit, I'm curious, like if somebody's listening to this, they're going, okay, I, I need to look at my website, make sure it's doing a good job. I need to. Obviously, I have my logo as a component, but I have all these other things that I'm doing. How do you analyze where you are? Like, how am I doing branding wise? You know, are there things you can do to to figure out where you stand? Well, besides working with Builder Funnel, there are three pretty easy and effective things that you as a business owner could do to analyze your brand. And the first thing is to just audit yourself. We audit our clients' brands all the time. We're just continuously reevaluating our strategy and how we can make it better. So to run an audit of your current branding efforts, just take stock of everything that you put your logo on, whether that's letterheads, PowerPoints, within your email signature, if you produce flyers or lawn signs, anywhere that may have your logo on it and just take stockpile of it either physically or digitally. And then once you've collected all of it, take a look at them together and search for inconsistencies. And this could be the way your logo looks. Sometimes you only use an image and sometimes that image may have text below it. Sometimes you might cut out the image and only use the text. And it could be the verbiage used in your slogan, the colors, anything. Just write it down where there are inconsistencies and whether this designates a rebranding effort to kind of make things more clear and concise and recognizable for people. And a good second way to do this is to just utilize the resources already available to you, which is your internal resources. So if you have co-owners or stakeholders, ask your employees how they feel about your brand. And Inquire as to whether they feel as though your outreach is effective or how you can improve and improve and whether you think their brand, your brand is up to date because chances are you've got a great staff on board. And if they're you know working for you, they probably believe in your company and you might find some great ideas if you just ask around. A third thing to do is to use your competitors. I mean, browse your local competitors on the internet check out their website, their social media platforms, see if they're outperforming you when it comes to engagements or follows and likes. When you're driving around your town, if you notice their lawn signs, flyers, or billboards, then it could be time to step up your own efforts. 
Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, yeah, those are good. I feel like the first one, you know, like gathering all the stuff you have out there is a good step to take. And and I see why you would need to do that ongoing. Cause I feel like over the years, you just like, oh, we need some flyers for this trade show, or we need, you know, some new business cards and stuff like changes a little bit, or, you know, you maybe lose track of why you created something. So I, I feel like that's a good one to make sure everything's consistent and then just getting that direct feedback from the team and everything. I guess once you've kind of done all this, maybe you've looked and you found some inconsistencies, you've talked to some people and, you know, within the company and they've given you some feedback, you know, the, the art part of it, I've always struggled with, like, how do you, how do you figure out, like, do I need to improve this? Are there some things to, to look for, you know, when you're looking at raw numbers, it's easy, you know, you can go, oh, the numbers are low or the numbers are high. <laughs> it's pretty clear. And, and I only say this because for those of you listening that maybe have like a numbers driven brain, like I do, the art part can sometimes be confusing. But what I've learned over the years is brand is extremely, extremely powerful. And so like this stuff is important, even if you can't like tie it to an exact number. So I'm curious, like what, how you would evaluate, you know, what needs to be improved or how to make those improvements? Yeah, that's a great question. And the answer can kind of be a gray area in the sense that unless you really want your brand to improve, you may not even know that it needs improving. So you have to take that first step to run something like a brand audit and to try and figure out where your pain points are and what you could do better. But the short answer would be, just like most things in life, there's usually always room for improvement. And even if there are people listening that are on the fence about coming on board with an agency like Builder Funnel, you know, there's always things like coaching opportunities. And you can dissect your brand and get a professional on board to audit your website and view your search engine optimization rankings and see how you're competing in your local area. And be able to be provided a strategy for your team to execute that will help you along. It's interesting, you know, thinking about getting the the feedback from other people. You know, you mentioned the team. I think that is an underrated step because you'll uncover these things like, oh, well, I thought this is how we were projecting the brand, but this is how my team is thinking. And you really want that team alignment and how you're projecting the brand together. But I would imagine even just like 
asking customers, but even, you know, lost deals, if you're able to like go back to them and offer them like a $50 gift card, if they'll give you some feedback on like their experience with your brand, even if you did that with a handful of people, I'd imagine just like the raw, you know, notes from that person would be pretty valuable. I'm curious as the like creator of a brand, when you, when you create your business and you have all that and then you get this input from team or customers how much like how much weight do you put to that cuz there there's i feel like there's an element of like this is the brand image i'm trying to create and then there's the am i giving this off am, am i projecting that and i would imagine some of that feedback is probably really valuable but some of it you want to discard as like oh okay but that's not really in line with what I'm shooting for. Is there a way to sift through that? Yeah, I would, with whatever results you take or you receive, at the end of the day, it's what you feel as though your business's pain points are. And, you know, you can take every bit of constructive criticism with a grain of salt, just like in in a lot of aspects in life. And and what really what what it comes down to is what's important to you, what's important to growing your business and you know, take the feedback and and prioritize. Just create a list of things that you're on board with and you think are great ideas and then maybe save the rest for a later date. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good advice. And uh, I like that you said this is a great area because I feel like when when you don't have those raw metrics to measure, and I think like at a large scale, you can measure brand, you know, like Coke can probably measure brand better than, you know, the typical yeah. small business. But there's that gray area of you're, you're kind of looking for that anecdotal feedback, which you mentioned, you know, like asking people. And then it's kind of that gut check of like, yeah, this feedback is pretty in line with what I'm going for. Or, oh, it's not really in line. So I probably need to make some changes. So I think that's really good advice. What would you say makes like a really memorable brand? Definitely. It starts internally, and that's with, I can't stress the importance of knowing your audience and most importantly, how to solve their problems. Especially, you can just directly relate it to the remodeling and building industry. The problem is people are unhappy with their current living space and you present the solution of fixing it for them and and creating their dream home and creating a space where they can grow. So with your brand, just knowing how to market to those people and and presenting the solutions right in front of them, which is what's so great about being in the inbound marketing industry is that it's not intrusive. We, we just create the solutions to your problem and just place them in places that you can find them. And I think that creating a memorable brand is just knowing how to solve those problems, being distinctive, making sure that you're keeping up with what your competitors are doing, remaining consistent. So people, you remain top of mind. And I think another thing that's really important is to actively share your knowledge. And your website is a great place to do that. And your social media platforms are a great place to do that. You can create trust between yourself and your company and your target audience. And that will just further help anchor your brand as an industry leader to keep you top of mind. Yeah, those are some really good points. And I think that's always one of the reasons I've been really drawn to what we do here at Builder Funnel, which is inbound marketing. What you said, which is, hey, we're 
trying to be helpful or solving pain points, you know, so if the pain point is, you know, a kitchen that's too small, then you're kind of showcasing how you solve that. You're educating about the process and all these details. And by doing that, you build things like you just mentioned with trust and, and that's part of, part of the brand. So I think that's, that's really good advice. Obviously, if people want to learn, you know, more about Builder Funnel, they know where to go, builderfunnel.com. But is there a good place to connect with you online or a place that you want to send people? Absolutely. I'm on LinkedIn for anyone that would like to find me and chat more. You can always contact me via Builder Funnel. And we do a great thing that we just wrapped up with Builder Funnel recently is a UX UI masterclass. And that is super helpful for those who may be thinking about improving their brand or their website, but aren't really sure where to start. We walk you through why it's important, what you can do to improve your website, because I love how you mentioned that people who may be more analytics or numbers-based may just feel overwhelmed when it comes to talking about the art aspect or the design and the branding aspect. But really, at the end of the day, it's, it's not out there to say that your website is your biggest salesperson because it never sleeps. It is working for you 24-7. And when people want to find you in this day and age, you know, chances are they're they may go to your website before they go to pick up the phone. And having a great brand and presenting that to the public is is just super important. And you can contribute it to, you know, to leads and conversions and customers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. I know I always have this like picture of that homeowner like sitting in bed on their iPad browsing. And it's like it's probably at eight or nine or 10 at night, you know, they're doing research, they're busy and, and you're not wanting to answer calls or do anything. And, and they don't want to talk to anyone in that spot. So I think to your point, like that website is out there working for you. Your brand is always working for you if you have those things in place. And yeah, the masterclass for everyone listening, that's part of Builder Funnel Academy. If you want to check that out, we actually are doing, you can just go to builderfunnelacademy.com, start a 14 day trial and, and watch the whole class at no cost if you want to check that out. Yeah, that that's a was really helpful for me just being the, the more of the numbers. <laughs> it's always good to be learning about the other the other side of it too. And the other thing that that I would just leave people with is brand I feel like takes time. You know, it's it's a longevity game and so it's it's really interesting. I think I first learned that when you look at I think Nike and Coke and a lot of these big companies have all done it. But if you go back and look at their original logo and then you kind of watch the evolution, it's like these micro, micro changes over time because they know, hey, everyone's associated with X logo. And then even if we want to get it all the way to Z, we need to change it just a little, a little, a little, a little, and then we'll eventually get there. So don't don't forget about the longevity piece. And if you're thinking about a rebrand, really think about it before you just totally transform your color scheme and all that. Before we get to the last segment of the show, is there any just like final thoughts on branding that you want to leave people with? Just don't write it off. I know coming into this, you know, the year that we're in 2021, it's been it just seems like it's been such a quick transition to people having websites to this focus being on websites and being on brands and i had a lot of experience in you know that that construction industry where it's kind of that old school mentality and there was kind of some pushback about coming into the real 21st century and and putting money behind marketing and putting money behind branding it was kind of 
kind of a harder transition for that, you know, other generation who doesn't feel it's as important. But I would just really challenge people listening to take a look at your own brand and and realize that it, it really is important. And if you need some help or if you need some guidance, that there are people like our team here at Builder Funnel who are ready and willing to help. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, Andy, I know you, you know the drill. We're going to head into the fast five. So I'll hit you with five rapid fire questions and just say whatever comes to mind. So first things first, favorite business book and why? Man, I admittedly and embarrassingly do not read a quote unquote business books. I read a lot of books written by creatives like photographers, designers, journalists. My all-time favorite though is it's called It's What I Do by a Pulitzer Prize winning photojournalist, Lindsay Adario. She uh, has an insane life story. She's been kidnapped by the Taliban and travels to war zones, documenting women's and human's rights. And she takes beautiful images. She's featured in the New York Times often. And I just, I love her work. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Who is the most inspirational person in your life? That's a tough question. In my personal life, just many. My late grandparents just inspired me to always do what I love. And never settle for anything less than adventure. My grandfather was skiing every day well into his 80s. And (laughs) my parents and my little sister, I guess I'd be lost without them. Yeah. Awesome. All right. If you could have one superpower, what would that be? Definitely teleportation. I have about 50 places on my top three places I want to travel, but (laughs) nobody wants to deal with passports, airlines, and hotels. So I'd love to just be able to be there. Yep. Yeah. I don't have a list of 50, but teleport is the right answer. That's that's the one I would pick too. <laughs> All right. So describe yourself in three words. I'd say creative, adventurous, and what I like to call productively scatterbrained. Nice. Got the hyphen in there. We'll give you that one. All right. Final question. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would that be? Well, I guess I already gave it a a while back. You hit me with that one. But it would just, again, I can't express the importance of just taking the time. And if it takes you time, that's okay. It can be a slow roll. As you mentioned before, building your brand is a slower process, but it's the consistency and just putting the work in to do it. And it'll pay off in the end. Awesome. Good advice. And yeah, Andy, thanks so much for joining me today. This was good. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Andy and I. Yeah, I think there were some good takeaways in there on the branding side. I really liked her advice in terms of analyzing the brand. And so like gathering all of your materials together, you know, your website, any printed material, business cards, looking at your email signatures, looking at all your signage, your trucks, all those types of things and kind of, you know, getting those together and looking at, do you have any inconsistencies, you know, where, what needs to be upgraded and what needs to be just in alignment. So I think that step of just analyzing what you have out there to make sure everything is consistent was a really powerful takeaway. And then I really liked her advice around asking for feedback, whether that's, you know, stakeholders, employees, customers, even maybe non-customers, people that didn't move forward with, but getting that external and internal feedback from people that have interacted with the brand either a little bit or every day if they're employees and making sure that the type of feedback that you're getting is in line with what you're trying to achieve with your brand. And then once you get that feedback, then you'll have some great actionable steps that you can move forward with. So I think those two pieces of advice were good action items to pull from 
from today's conversation. And just as a reminder, if you want to check out that masterclass that Andy mentioned, head on over to builderfunnelacademy.com. Start your free trial. You can jump in there, check it out. And then obviously, if you want to stay in there for the rest of the content, then we'll just start billing after the 14 days. But you can always just jump in, check out the class and cancel if you decide it's not for you. That is builderfunnelacademy.com. All right, guys, if you got any questions, you know where to hit us up. Hello at builderfunnel.com. And uh, we will see you next time. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.